Welcome to Radiate You Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here. As we get started, we would appreciate a rating, review, and screenshot of this episode on your social media so we can personally repost you. We are your hosts. I am Rach Marie, online fitness and life coach. And I'm Rach Peace, fitness goer and aspiring entrepreneur. The thing is, we are all constantly evolving. We want you to evolve with us. We will be providing you with real life, tangible advice on how to continuously discover who it is that you are meant to be. We will be talking everything from personal development to fitness, business, and spicy life topics. So what does Radiate You mean to us? Girl, it's time for you to face those fears and take off that mask you've been hiding behind. We invite you to hang out and radiate into your highest self with us. Buckle up, enjoy the ride. We're literally so excited to have you here. What's up, you guys? Hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about just toxic relationships, um, being in them, going through them, how to get out of them. Um, unfortunately, I think this is something that a lot of more women deal with these days than don't, um, which is super sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is something that I'm, Rach Peace here, this is something that I can relate to for sure. Like my last relationship was definitely um, toxic for sure. He was a narcissist. He was a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you that kind of don't know what that yeah. means, so narcissists are just like super into themselves. They lack empathy. Um, sociopaths, it's just basically like the best way that I can describe it is they are a wolf in sheep's clothing. So what I would consider my ex to be is a covert narcissist. So they appear to be yeah, one super way, sweet. But, you know, to the public, they're one way, but like behind closed doors and in reality of who they are, like they're the complete opposite. Yeah. So, and that's tough. so true because the person that Rach is, well, you know, you've had multiple, I think a little bit, but like this is probably the most toxic one that you've Oh, yeah. No, like this is the, probably the only toxic relationship. Oh, the only... Okay. Yeah, like, I, I mean, mean, I had my college relationship. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, guys can be jerks, but this is, like, totally different. Yeah, this um, is, like, a serious... This is, like, a serious, like, stuck and invested relationship. But what I was going to say was when I met uh, Rach, she was in this relationship, and, you know, it's just interesting how we it really... We met through my ex. Yeah. Because he knows everybody. Yeah, we met through. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah. But it's interesting, like, how much, like, of a different person, like, she is now because I just feel like he was, like, almost, like, weighing his negative energy on her, even though it's, like, he didn't come across as negative at all. So... No, but that's the thing. That's the thing, like, like... that's what happens, and that's why it's so hard to, you know, get out of those relationships, and that's why it's easy to get in them. It's because these people do appear one type of way, and then, you know, your emotions get invested and stuff, and so it's just hard to kind of... You almost, like, dig yourself a hole in this relationship and it's really hard to get out of that hole and she's definitely not the only woman who's went through this because i have multiple friends now at this point that are in like such similar situations as rachel was um so when i met rachel i was like oh my gosh like you know it's i never i guess i didn't i'm like miss blind i didn't know about any of this stuff because i've been in this like pretty good relationship Mm -hmm. for five years and so i haven't been in the dating world i guess for a while um and you know i've been cheated on or whatnot but this is like completely different from what it seems like so we definitely want to dive in because i think it's hard to get out of these relationships because for sure yeah it's taken me months it really has just you know him and i broke up in march and it's taken me probably up until the past i would say honestly like hardcore like maybe two months 
since the past two months is really what I would say, like, I've been 100% over it. Yeah. So, like, I was over the relationship before, but it still was so painful for me. And it's, oh, it's really, normal. really hard, like, once you get out of these kind of relationships to really just be able to completely separate yourselves from yourself from them and, like, grow out of it um, just because they're so mentally toxic. Um, and we'll kind of dive in a little more later in this episode of what I mean by that. And, um, like, I think even just, like, getting out of a normal, like, any relationship, it's, like, for me, it takes, like, a year yeah. usually to, like, get over someone. But you're a different story. You were, like, you're over that person, but mm-hmm. it's more so, like, the damage that it's done. Yeah, it definitely just different. Exactly. It's, That's like, a exactly different pain. I yeah. was over him, but just the pain and, like, the aftermath of being in a relationship like that because it's, it's so, so, like, mind-draining. Mentally yeah. and emotionally just takes such a toll on you that it's really really hard to rebuild after something like that that's what I thought it's really been probably honestly one of the hardest things that I've done is rebuild my mind um after being in that relationship it has been really tough yeah but that's also made me like as strong as I am today and the reason why I am as strong as what I am and like why I won't tolerate bullshit anymore and why I have so much value um in myself and who yeah. I am as a person mm-hmm. is because of being in something like that yeah so let's like just start I guess from the beginning I know mm-hmm. I have like a little bit of a background but how was it when you like first met this person like when you first started dating yeah so I met him through mutual friends and just a little background before it's like at this point when I met him I hadn't dated I was in a really long-term relationship like super serious relationship um two years before I met this person and like within those two years that I got out of that relationship and like got into the relationship with this person um I hadn't dated anybody in between so I didn't date a single person for two years and so finally here it is I like meet this person and you think he's like Mr. Great yeah and honestly I was not like at all in the mindset to be in a relationship I was so anti-relationship like if anything all my friends were like Rachel you need to like give it like a try at least like give somebody a chance like go on a date XYZ. yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it, I was to that point and like the only reason I started you know being more open-minded to dating this person and hanging out with this person is because everybody told me how wonderful he was and he was so great and he's yep. so funny and like when I met him like he, he is, seems he's like that yeah really charming he's very outgoing he's very funny he's and he like, seems like he has like all the answers if that makes sense like yeah. he's so confident in himself like but when you have really conversations not. with he him he's like yeah he's like, actually one of the most insecure people i've ever like met, he comes but. off very like dominant he would like to say yeah so it just basically he just makes himself appear like really really great and so you know I was just like sucked in by that and I was sucked in by like what everybody was saying about him so I was like okay this guy's a great guy like maybe he's legit he seems like he has it all together um we have fun together so sure let's give it a go so you know I should have looking back now like there were literally red flags within the first couple of weeks Mm -hmm. of us even like hanging out and talking and stuff like that um I mean he was really 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 pushing in the beginning like when we had first met, um, like, okay, let's make it official. Let's, let's be exclusive. What's X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yo, we just met even as friends. So like, let's try to get to know each other a little more before we like jump into a relationship. And he was just so pushy about it. Like, I'm so sure. And like, um, I was just like, okay, like whatever. So like, you know, before we know it, we're like, I think officially dating, we basically hang out all the time together. Like, you know, we're staying the night yeah, at each yeah. other's places and stuff like that. Like, I think that we're exclusive. And so, um... What was, like, one of the turning points in the beginning for you that things... You kind of got, like, a taste of, like, this narcissism you're talking about? Well, I mean, I think 
what narcissists do too is they do push wanting to be in a relationship. They do want to move things really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, so that is definitely a trait. But we were going, um, we were going to take a trip together to Fort Myers. So I went to Florida Gulf Coast and I still have a bunch of friends down in Fort Myers. So we were taking a trip down there and like this was a really exciting thing for me. Like all my, these are all my like best friends um, that I've known for years. And so it's like here it is, I'm bringing this guy to meet them and like they're super excited because they're like, yes, finally Rachel's like giving <laughs> someone a chance. Like this is awesome. It's been years since this right. has happened. Yeah, so. they're excited. He went to, he came to Fort Myers with me and like we get to my friend's place and then we're all going to go out to dinner. And so we're all riding in my car to dinner and mm-hmm. I get this message from this random girl on Instagram. It's always the worst. Yeah. And I remember. Your heart probably just stopped oh beating. My heart is like racing right now, even just like reliving Because you remember that. it. Yeah. I remember looking down at my phone and yeah. like, you know, you can just see like yeah. the first blip of what the message is. Yeah. And I just like was like, like no. it was something like, hey, that guy that you're with or something yeah, along yeah. those lines where I knew like, oh, this like, is this great. random girl. So I read the message and it's basically just like, yeah, so the guy that you're with right now is the guy that I've been talking to for the past month. But she's not even from the state, right? She's not even, yeah, she doesn't even live in the same state. I have no idea who this girl is. And I read this message when literally all of my friends and him and I are all in the car together and we're on our way to the restaurant. Right. So it's like, I have to keep my composure. And so right. I remember we get to the restaurant and I just tell him like, okay, let everybody else go inside. We have to talk. Oh because, boy. Um, Good for you. Basically, yeah. I was just like, what is this? Who is this girl? And he was just denying, denying, denying. Cause that is something that narcissists yeah. and sociopaths do. But they're um, also like, I feel like when they do it, there's a big, the big trait is like, they're so like sure like they're so confident in what they're saying yeah like they're like they're they're like you're the crazy one like and one of my best friends is going through the same thing so it's interesting now seeing like your story and her story and it's like holy shit it's like so like I confronted him about it he talked his way out of it and I was just like yeah sure whatever and but I continued to message this girl and I was like okay give me proof and so she literally sent me screenshots of like their conversations and stuff and he was talking about how he wanted to have her babies and he loved her (laughs) and this and that like all these things and I was like and you guys have only been talking for a month she's like yeah good luck with him sis like he's obviously crazy yeah and so I just when I saw all those screenshots I literally took him outside and I was like you can like find your way home you're not going to be in Fort Myers any longer so he literally had one of his friends come pick him up from Sarasota oh my god I, yeah I didn't so, know this story Rachel this is like one um, yeah so just uh for those of you that don't know the like difference there's about an hour and a half drive between Sarasota and Fort yeah. Myers so I literally left him outside the restaurant and I was just like figure your shit out because like you're not going to be coming home so what time day. frame was this like what month was this oh this was like within the first month was this like january like when did you guys start we dating met last summer so it was about a year ago actually oh um we were together for eight months but so i mean this oh. was like in the first like month of our relationship gotcha. so literally um he went home that night i yeah. didn't talk to him at all i didn't talk to him the next day either and you know we, i got back into town and what did your he, friends say they, they were obviously like, oh were astonished, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God. He seems so nice. He seems so cool. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, whatever. So um, I get back. And, you know, doing what they do best, he didn't – it's not like he, like, reached out to me and apologized to me. No. Like, I was the one that reached back out to yeah. him. 
once I got back into town, I was like, okay, we need to talk about this. Yeah. The standard, we need to talk. Right. So we talked, and he was able to, like, talk his way out of it. Yeah. And that's just what they, by the end of the, I remember having that conversation, by the end of the conversation, it's like, I was the one that felt bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because oh my God, this is used, <laughs> what he used against me was he was like, well, I kept telling you that I wanted to be exclusive. I kept telling you that I wanted to be in a relationship, and you never 100% yeah. said that to me, so I needed to keep my options open. Oh my so God. So really, I wasn't cheating on you, and I wasn't talking to anybody behind your back, because you wouldn't give me like the status basically like you wouldn't give me the satisfaction of calling me your boyfriend and I couldn't call you my girlfriend because you wouldn't let me that's literally what my friend says though is like every time something happens where it's like he's obviously in the wrong he somehow then like makes her feel like she was the one in the wrong the whole time yeah and she's also like a very strong individual and like Mm -hmm. not you know you're not like just like you're not that like you're not a pushover you're not like that oh you were I was definitely a pushover um for sure, you know, I was easily manipulated. I was an easy target, and I what? Yeah, that I was an easy, easy, easy target at that point for a narcissist and for a sociopath. Well, let's face it too. Like I'm sure you were obviously at that point developing feelings, so it's almost like when you're in feelings too, it's like hard to like see what's real sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, at this, let me like back up a little bit and just paint a picture for you guys of who I was as a person when I started this relationship. I was super insecure with myself. I had no foundation whatsoever. I was so incredibly like lost in my career I had just like lost my job that I had had for five years so like financially I was a little unstable emotionally I was unstable like I was all over the place in so many aspects and like god I didn't know a lot of people in the town that I in Sarasota and so it was really easy for him. He knew everybody. He knows everybody in this town. Yeah. I knew nobody. So it and was he very makes it conscious. He, he makes an effort to literally know everyone. Like I moved here to Sarasota and like knew him within my first month here. Yeah. So it just I was an easy, easy target for him for people yeah. like him. Um. So yeah. So I just remember, you know, by the end of the conversation, he was like, "So yeah, basically we weren't 100% exclusive. So I had to keep my options open and." And have that babies was, with other people, not, yeah. Not, like, not to mention the fact that he's telling this girl he wants to have her babies, and she lives in a different state, and they've only been talking for a month. Like, obviously, that's psychotic. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, so I just, I said, okay, like, you're right. You're right. I, we weren't exclusive, blah, 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 And I let it slide. And then, you know, things just went right back to where they were before. And Would just, you say there was a point of your relationship where it was, like, legitimately good? Um, like, did you have a hot spot for a while? Like, he's a fun guy. Like, yeah, even like the other day, something popped up in my Snapchat memories and it was like videos of like us. And it's like, I'm genuinely laughing in the video. Like we're genuinely joking around. And that's what makes it so hard is because there are those moments. And like, those are the moments that we like to hold on to. Cause it's like, how could this person be Mm -hmm. so fake? And how can this person play like so hard when it's like you, you have like something has to be genuine it just doesn't make sense yeah um yeah I think so many people but, are going to be able to relate to that saying so right I there. think I'm not going to sit here and say oh yeah him and I never had fun or we never blah 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 because of course we did of course we had fun of course um we laughed and joked around and shared good times but I can't ever say there was never a time that I felt 100% comfortable there yeah. was always something every single moment of that relationship with him in the back of my mind knowing that he was lying about things yeah that's knowing that bad. he was manipulating things and I just wasn't strong enough to break away from it and he always was so good at having a reason for everything yeah so like he probably already thought of these things yeah, before you even brought them up because they're me. smart like they're the, so smart the girl I know who has the same issue right now or same situation like she he, the guy she's with is so smart like he's it's always because, 10 steps ahead of her yeah 
It's because that's what they've been doing for yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. The, some of the lies that he And told it's always me, some of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the lies that he told me, he's told to so many other people. And he's told to so many other girls. Yeah. And, like, this is just, you know, it's like what's the going through the cycle for him. He's he said this script so many times that I feel like genuinely these people believe it. lie so much and they lie about who they are so much that they themselves end up. There's a word it. for that um, where you lie so much that you start to believe your lies. You're a pathological liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a sociopath. Is yeah. Essentially, like oh, what the same that thing. is. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and it's just he he had painted this picture of even just like in hi, like his history of things that happened to him in middle school or high school or in college or that were complete lies. like he did and these he, are like huge like life things that he would lie about or situations that he would like lie about and I didn't know I like knew when he was telling me like this seems kind of fishy like his facts aren't really like that did he valid. make himself out to see like seem like the victim oh, or always. like the good guy narcissists and narcissists are always the victim yeah always somehow always the victim they're 100 percent of the time the people that are wrong but they're also 100 percent of the time the people that are the victim yeah they make themselves appear to be and so it's just throughout our relationship gosh all these lies it's like he could literally be lying to my face and i would know it but he would still just be able to present it in such a way that like it would just seem like, like that it was like normal so it's the, hard to explain yeah that. I feel like it is definitely hard if you're not in it for someone else on the outside to understand because like for me like I know I didn't know you when you were going through it but one of my friends who's going through it right now I'm like dude like get out why, why are you like what's holding you back from getting out of it and it's like I just think now at this point the way he treats her is like her norm yeah and like it's okay and it's just like them it like it's almost like a cycle. joke or it's like a cycle well we even like him and I at one point like I, all the lies and stuff, we would literally joke sometimes. They about joke how about it, yeah. Toxic we were for each other. That's and literally like, what my friend and her boyfriend do. That's what almost made it seem like at one point, okay. It's like, oh, haha, we're so toxic for each other. We fight so much. We like, yeah. You know, like, it just is so Crazy. insane. And like, it just got to the point where I, you guys, like, honestly didn't know what like reality was versus like, what this life was in my head like he just had twisted and contorted all of my feelings and all of my emotions and just completely took over my mind because that's just what because I was so weak and I can see it because he is such a like like I said I've met him and he seems like such a good dude like this caring like big-hearted like um what's the word like where you like a bear like you hug a a bear bear. like a teddy bear like I didn't even know him and he feels like you can trust him yeah no he's very very good at that um but controlling in He's a way. He's so incredibly controlling. I used to literally have to like send him pictures of like everything that I was doing because he quote unquote like wanted to, well he basically he wanted to make sure I was doing exactly what it was that I was saying I was doing even though I was, I've never in my life been an untrustworthy person. Like I've never been a liar. Yeah, that's so. But that's just a control thing. Yeah. And really honestly it was probably because he was doing some shithead thing behind my back and needed to make sure I was where I said I was so he could be doing whatever it was he was doing. So this might be like kind of a hard question but like what if you like do you have any like adjectives like if a girl's listening right now and she feels like she's kind of going through something similar like what are some like red flags like if this keeps happening like is this what she might be in like. Um I think just inconsistent. Was he a cheat? Did he cheat on you oh, too? He cheated on me multiple times. Oh, okay. Um, and it, like I had a hundred percent proof every time he did it and it literally still, we would have to get in like knockout, drag out fights in order for him to even admit that he did it. And it's like, dude, I have a hundred percent evidence. How are you still possibly denying it? But what did he, what was his reasoning on that? Like case there would be things that were so 
insanely obvious that he was lying about and I had like proof of and it would be mind-blowing that he still just wouldn't admit it he would still continue to argue with me and defend himself he has and to pretend be right. like he didn't do it and it's almost that's what gets you so psychotic that it's like wait this person is literally defending themselves so hardcore even though I feel like I have 100% evidence and he's still not admitting it. Like, is there something wrong with me? Am I overanalyzing <laughs> yeah. things? And you literally begin to question yourself and like your reality and your information and it just becomes such a mind just fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the language, but yeah, it becomes a huge mind fuck and you're like, wait, who even am I and like what am I doing? And that's what they do. It got to the point where every single time that I tried to confront him about something um, or I would think to confront him about something or he would say something to me that like didn't, didn't add up. line up, yeah. Or like completely contradicted something that he said before. Uh, yeah. I, instead of just like being like questioning it and like confronting him about it, I just would be like, no, I don't want, I would Like you just didn't even want to deal with it. Because. Like yeah. it would get crazy for no, like it would yeah. over escalate. And then we would just end up fighting about it, and then he would end up turning it around on me, and then I would end up feeling like the bad person. And so it just, I just, but I can like see it, like just probably with even like little things, like you said, if it didn't line up, if you had been like, wait, I thought you were there, and then it's like he would like, yeah, I mean, and I'd be like, I went to the grocery store, but he actually went to the gym instead of the grocery store, like but just like like, little things, tiniest things, yeah. It's like why are you even? And then he'd be like, why are you assuming? Like why are you? Why would you think I would do that? Like yeah, I could see it doing that. He would say to me like, oh, what makes you think I want to date somebody who thinks of me like this? Why? Why would I want to? date somebody that thinks I'm lying all the time blah 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 so again would make me feel yeah. like the bad guy like they're always the victim yeah so let me ask you this I just asked you something before but I didn't like that question that much um what traits did he have that were like really great I mean but now I know it was all kind of like just fake but like I know that there were things that he did that you probably liked that's why you stayed around I don't know that's hard for me to answer because the traits that are good traits they're not authentic they're not genuine it's like he's such a calculated person he would even straight up at one point sit he said to me in one argument that we had he's like i'm extremely calculated i know what i'm doing and it's like yeah i understand that's like really psychotic though (laughs) no he is and that's so scary like it really you know i'm just gonna change the subject super quick but i always think about this i've been in a relationship this is rachel marie for like five years and i always say like holy shit how scary is it that you could like start dating someone new and this actually happened to me for a little bit this is a different story but and it's like you think they're one person and then it's like people can be any anyone yeah and it's like people have like it's just scary like you could get in a relationship and be like physically um abused mm-hmm. or and, and, and the person could be someone you never thought would do that and it's just it really like hurts me and scares me a little bit and I'm not even I'm not even in the dating field so I can imagine like how scary it is if you're actually in a relationship where you're getting physically Mm -hmm. like assault assaulted or abused I don't know that assaulted yeah I mean it never got physical with us oh I know but like I'm I'm taking it to a different level but like it's just scary because you never know who someone really is yeah no you I guess you really don't and (laughs) what was hard about it all too is because you know he he would do these things but then he would go and talk to people and be like, I just want what's best for Rachel. I just like yeah. He said that to me. I think a few times. Always. That's that was his like go to line. Like well, if that, we would be fighting or something, he would always tell people, I just want what's best for Rachel. I just and make that he strategically would do that to make himself appear some type of way and like and make me seem like the crazy one. Did you guys? I know the friend I have that's in a narcissistic relationship. They break up all the time. Like mm-hmm. it's very normal. Yeah. And I remember when I met him and you, like, you were always on and then off and then broken up and then together. Yeah. Was that we, what happened a lot? We broke up twice oh. and got back together. 
Um, but or maybe I mean, he we was just telling people you were broken up and probably. you were together. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we've been, you know, like I said, we broke up in March and there has been things that I found out since then that I had no idea. Apparently there has been a girl in his life for the past four years off and on that I had no idea. Never heard of her like whatsoever. So there's that. Um, but it just... I don't, I don't know, you guys. It's so easy to stay stuck in these kind of relationships because these kind of people are so good at what they do. And they take advantage of good people and people that really genuinely care about people. Like, I really cared about him because it's really hard for me once I get to that degree with somebody to, not care. to where that much of my emotions are invested and I know somebody that to that degree, I can't not care about you. I can't not want what's best for you. So even if you're treating me like a piece of shit, I'm still going to care about you. Um, And it was just, gosh, that time of my life, it was so confusing. I look back at that girl now, even in like, you know, when I do look at my memories on Facebook and on Snapchat and stuff like that, I'm just like, I look at that girl, I'm like, who even are you? Um, There was like a selfie that I took the other day, or like last year that popped up in my memories. And I remember, like, I looked at that selfie the other day and I was like, I remember exactly what I was doing. I remember I took that selfie specifically because he, like, needed to know that (sighs) I was doing what I said that I was doing. Just so he could see that I was doing that. And it's just like, I just, like, looked at that and not to mention I had 25 filters on it. So, (laughs) um, but I was like, I just lived (laughs) such a filtered life. I lived such a fake life. I was just not that girl that what I tried to appear to be on social media. It's like there was so much hit, there was so much behind that picture and like no one ever knew that. Well what's interesting is like now if some guy asked you to do that you would never like you're just in never. such a different place you'd be like who the fuck are you to ask me to send you a picture like you know. I would never I would never. What yeah. was like the turning point for like I met you when you guys were like on your way out but like what actually because I know it's hard for people to get out of these relationships clearly you were in it for like a year um and you probably didn't want to be that long no um how did you finally like end it like how did it end and like what happened so we because obviously what you told us just went on forever right like good yeah, bad I mean, good it was bad basically like what i've been talking about for the what we've for been a year about yeah. was just basically how it was like every day it was just right. so hot and cold hot and cold hot and cold it was so emotionally draining it was so just like insane mentally um and emotionally like every single day um did you at one point like ever think you would like maybe like marry him like it was like that serious no I mean I know it was like a hard time for you he would definitely I mean that is another thing he would talk about oh the kids like the babies the house we're gonna live in right we get married our wedding blah blah, and he would say stuff like this and it's just like that's crazy yeah like that's what they do they try to make these make it like long term to get you stuck yeah they take they paint this beautiful long-term picture to keep people like going and like for him he would buy me a lot of things because he doesn't understand the value of a dollar um (laughs) he has no idea about what it takes to be financially a lot of like rachel's like really nice like beats and like expensive items are are from him so i totally know what you mean yeah i mean at christmas time this past year like we weren't this was like we had kind of taken a break um or we broke up (laughs) for a little bit but we started like talking and like we kind of got back together again like right after thanksgiving um but we were still like off and on like every single day of our relationship so by christmas like we weren't 100 percent back together to like do a big exchange yeah and he legit like bought me like 800 dollars worth of stuff oh my god and again that's just because he doesn't like 
make all of his own money and he doesn't understand the value of a dollar but he would buy me these things to keep me in and like show me and these would be things that it's like that made it okay i care for you obviously i care about you and i love you because i got this for you like he would almost like justify his actions Mm -hmm. like he made it out to be a good guy yeah and that was just one of the manipulation tactics that he would do he would just buy me these like random things or he'd buy me shoes every once in a while or you know it was just like these crazy things and like sometimes he would even like make me feel bad for not being able to do the same to him or it would make me feel like I had to do the same thing for him when like I wasn't financially stable at all at that point like I didn't even have like a consistent income so how did I totally cut my own question off but let's get back to that but like how how did it finally like I (sighs) met you and you guys like we're still together but then like when I met you we weren't even like friends yet and then we became friends you were over um recently over um we went out one night and we got into an argument because he was talking to one of his friends about like some girl that oh I had gosh. already confronted him like hooking up with or like talking to and he like denied 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 our whole entire relationship and like he was talking about her with like his friend and I overheard it and so like once we got in the car oh that God. night I like brought it up and we that just sparked like a huge fight and basically we were arguing about that and a couple of other things and I was just like, I just don't think you're a good guy. I think that, like, you talk to everybody in this town, blah, 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 all this stuff. And and so, again, like, he was just like, what makes you think I want to date somebody that thinks of me this way, blah, blah, blah. So, whatever. Fast forward the next day. Um, he Did like, he, like, came, scream a lot? Like, when you would have fights, was it very, like, high raised? Oh, we both would. Like, for sure. Like, there was definitely arguments that we got that we were, like, legit screaming at each other. That's, like, so insane to me because me and Chris have never, my boyfriend, raised our voices like Oh, yeah. That. Like, I mean, we punched things. He, like, knocked down one of my chairs. One, oh, yeah. It definitely, it never got, like, physical between us, but, I mean, there was definitely, yeah. like, And I think this is another trait of, like, high, um, what's the word? Like, aggression? Like, getting very, they get very, like, worked up very quick. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was one argument that we got in and they're defensive defensive an argument he was wasted he like i was working late one night and he wasn't supposed to like go out or anything but of course he did and he was like i'm only gonna have one drink he was literally wasted by the time i got off of work like you could he reeked of alcohol i could tell he was wasted i was 100 percent sober and like we got into a huge argument and he literally like was like screaming at me like i'm not wasted you like blah blah blah. like i don't know anyhow right back to what we were talking about before um like how it all ended yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we, next day we talked, he like came over to my place cause I haven't mentioned this, but we lived in the same apartment complex. So we were literally like five buildings away from each yeah. other as well. Um, Which is like what a coincidence that is. Yeah. But honestly, if we weren't in the same apartment complex, we probably wouldn't have lasted as long as what we had because that like I could drive by his oh, how and, like, see his car, yeah. or I could know when he was home and when he wasn't and like I needed that like solidification because I didn't ever believe a single thing that he said mm-hmm. um but anywho so he came over and we talked and he's like yeah I can't date somebody who thinks of me in such like a low manner blah blah <laughs> and he's like I just need time like you need to figure your stuff out I need to figure my stuff out and like conveniently he was moving into a different apartment complex during this time like during that week yeah and 
like didn't I thought it was so weird like that whole week he like didn't want me to help him move or anything like he didn't want me to help or be involved in anything that is weird. with this move I had no idea where his like new place was like I knew the apartment complex but it was also like two exits away from like where we had been living at that point so I think hindsight like he had this all planned in his head anyways and he knew that he needed like the to, second like, he moved move. he would like well yeah he knew that we were gonna like break up or he was gonna break up with me or something like once he officially moved and this was just an easy way for him to do it because now he's no longer like near me. Yeah. You know, he's two exits away, like way out of the way to where I could never, you know, mm-hmm. see him or anything like that. So I think this was all like a big plan of his. I can't say a hundred percent, but just from yeah. like what he does, it sounds like that. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, he made it seem like this whole breakup was my fault. Basically like you started this argument you that we had like you look at me this way blah blah like made it all on me Mm -hmm. and I was like we just both need to take time for ourselves right now like let's just take some time and take a break and presented it that way Mm -hmm. and like again let me remind you guys I was in such like a mentally low place already just with like my financial situation um just my relationship with myself just in all aspects I was already so low and going through so many things that like I was just so vulnerable, Mm -hmm. Um, and I just was still, like, I I knew that my relationship with him was so toxic, and it wasn't good, but it still, like, gave me a sense, like, of attachment, and it gave me a sense of, like, oh, I still feel, like, desired sometimes. Yeah. So, I, like, held on to that, and it's crazy that, like, so many people do that. It's, like, knowing that you're in a situation that just is so toxic for you, but still staying in it, because... It's just easier to do that and to feel like those good times than, like, are be good alone. than to be alone. Yeah. And so he moves and, you know, for the first like two weeks or so or the week after we like officially broke up, like I literally didn't sleep like at all. Like I was such a disaster. Um, and like he was just like still texting me like I still love you. I still oh, care God. about you. Like this is just, this is going to be good for us. We just need some time apart to, like, figure some things out. But, like, it'll be fine. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, still, like, leading me on and just, like, playing games. And then, again, I get a girl reaching out to me (sighs) being like, hey, are you and X, Y, and Z broken up? Because he reached out to me asking me to come over to his new place and hang out. Of course he did. So, it's like, of course, within this, like, first week that, like, I'm a disaster and not sleeping and he knows all of this. And he's, like, still leading me on, like, making me feel like we're just taking a little break and taking time for ourselves. That he's already messaging all these girls. And, again, this girl was from out of town. She was super young. She's literally a freshman in freaking college. How old is he? For spring break. Is he your age? He's turning 30 this year. Yeah. And here it is, this freshman in college home on spring break. He's reaching out to her. So, again, it's an easy target for him because this girl doesn't live in this town. She doesn't know anybody. Yeah. And, like, every girl that always reached out to me throughout our relationship that I found out about, like, him, like, He must have a type. He, they would be from, like, different areas. So, it's, like, no, none of these girls ever knew each other. We're all in super different groups or from different towns or even different states. He's that, he's that open to things, even different states. So, it's, like, no one would ever, like, link up with each other. So, he's very strategic with the girls that he would choose as well. Um, But, yeah, so... You know, here it is. This girl reaches out to me telling me that he's asking her to come over to his new place. And it's like, I still don't even know where he is. He's not telling me that. But he loves 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 me and we're just taking a break and doing what's best for us. 
and taking time for herself. But he's so. going to have this girl over tonight. And, like, still to this day, he would never admit that. He told me this was his excuse. I just wanted a woman's perspective on our relationship and what we were going through. That's the only reason I, like, invited her over was so I could talk to her about us. Yeah. Like, literally, that was sure. his excuse. Like, are you kidding me? That's, like, that's a freaking joke. Like, you're going to ask a 19-year-old <laughs> about our relationship that, yeah. like, you don't know and she's on... She's, she's 10 years break. younger than you. Like, yeah. You're an idiot. So still to this day, he still hasn't even like admitted that obviously he was asking her over. So whatever, fast forward, we broke up. Um, and like, that was just really hard. And then, you know, it just, it took time. It just, I stopped talking to him. He stopped talking to me. And like, we still like followed each other and stuff on social media, but you know, at this point. Do you even like, know where he lives? Like, did you ever find out? No, or was that the end of it? That was the end of it. He Interesting. never, I would never, I never know. Um, but that was all probably a part of his plan. Um, but yeah. like, you know, at this point I have him blocked on everything because, you know, I thought I was doing fine and I thought like, you know, we didn't talk or anything, but it was still like the idea of still like, like seeing unhealthy. his name yeah. pop up or seeing like if just... I didn't, I couldn't, I just had to completely remove him from my life in order to get healthy. For sure. The last conversation that we had, you know, he, I, it was like a week after I had blocked him from everything on social media. He like reached out and he like wanted to get some of his stuff that I still had. This was like like, recently. Yeah. This was like right when we started this podcast. And this was like a month ago. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, like, we had, I had, like, reached out to him a few times just being, like, oh, good job, like, with some stuff, even though I shouldn't have done that. Like, he had just, like, whatever. But it was minimal conversation, and then all of a sudden I block him, and then he wants his stuff. And I'm just, and like, And it's, like, a pair of sweatpants. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so he made that a big deal, and he, like, wanted to meet, like, he was, like, let's just meet up and get it. It can be quick, blah, blah, blah. And I just, like, didn't want to meet up with him. Because he wants to plant his seed back in your life and maybe yeah. mess things up again. Who knows? Don't have time for that. It was a manipulation thing. Who yeah. really knows? But, you know, after that, since then, like, he's blocked. I don't see anything he does. I don't know if he sees anything I do. But, like, I just completely 100% had to get him out of my life. And even, like, when it comes to, like, you know, I would kind of, like, was friends with some of his friends in a sense. And I just, like, completely have to eliminate that because it doesn't give me good feelings. It doesn't. I just need to remove it. It was just, it was such a toxic time in my life and it was such a toxic relationship for me. He made me feel like that. I feel like I've been through some pretty hard things in my life, but like I've never felt as shitty as what I felt. Like so like belittled and like not. So just, I've never been that manipulated and I've never been that lied to and I've never been that played in my life. But that just goes to show like how much he really obviously didn't care. No, he never cared. Like you can't truly care about someone and do that. Everything was a joke. Do you think? And that's what hurts the most is that I did care and it's like, it's I know. really hard it to believe and grasp the concept that someone can act and seem like they care so much, but in all reality, it is all fake. I also think it's even hard to just accept, like, sometimes in a normal, like, a different situation, like, you caring some, how can you care so much about someone who doesn't give a shit about you, but it's like, he acted like he did, so it's yeah. even worse. Yeah, and he made it seem like to everybody else that he cares so much. Again, that's why he kept saying, I just want what's best for Rachel. It's like, no, you don't. You just know by saying this, this is going to make you appear some type of way, but like, shut up. Do you think if he didn't end it with you, like, he kind of was the one who like, he basically was, yeah. initiated it, like, do you think like, this would have went on longer? Yeah. For sure. So, like, if someone, if there's someone listening right now that's, like, kind of really struggling right now, maybe they're in a similar relationship or maybe they're in, like, a relationship just in general where the person keeps cheating on them, like, maybe they're not absolutely the same as your situation, but, like, what 
are your pieces of advice for like, you know, you can't like the thing I feel like is my friend who's going through the same thing. It's just like she at this point has made it seem normal. Like it's normalized. Like this is what we do. We argue, we fight, we punch walls and then like we Mm -hmm. make up and it's like. But I bet you, though, your friend says that, but in the back of the she knows mind, it's she not. knows it's not. Oh, no, she knows it's not. So, and, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, but then, like, if you know it's not, like, do you really think you're going to marry that person? Like, that's kind of what I would ask myself. And if not, then, like, leave now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's harder to say. Yeah. <laughs> what is required is messy action. You know, backing up a little bit, he was the one that told me I needed to go to counseling and I should have gone to counseling. I needed to like figure my stuff out, blah, blah, blah. So honestly, he is the reason why I started to go to counseling is because he told me I needed it. Right. Um, again, another manipulation thing. But like, thank God I listened to him in that instance. And I started going to counseling because I started talking about my relationship with him. And I found like, I like, came to this revelation like, oh my gosh, this is so incredibly toxic. This is really why like a big, huge reason as to why I'm feeling so terrible terrible about everything in my life is because this relationship I'm in is weighing so heavy on me. So, you know, I started going to counseling and I kind of like got through a lot of things and I talked through a lot of my emotions and like that's really what kickstarted who I am today is me going to counseling, me taking that messy action, me realizing that it has to start from within, me realizing that like I had no relationship with myself, no foundation with myself and like no respect for myself. Yeah. And so now that I have that foundation, now that I have that relationship, now that I have that respect, I will never in my life be in a situation like that ever freaking again. Yeah. Because I deserve more than that. Every single yeah. person deserves more than that. Right. So you need to get, if you're in a situation like that, you need to get to the point where you realize your worth and you're right. so much better than that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The feeling of being like manipulated and lied to and heartbroken and all of this stuff. Is it normal? It's not a normal feeling. It's not a fun feeling. It and doesn't And I know that people to. don't want to feel yeah. alone. But sometimes you need to be alone to figure out yourself first in order for better things to happen. So like don't get stuck in that toxic relationship because you're scared of being alone. Being alone is much better than being in that toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. Both are hard. Just choose yourself. Always, always, always choose yourself. Wow. So that is yeah. kind of my best advice. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I get a little passionate about this. Oh, Candace it's liked it fresh. too. Candace. Yeah, no, I think that this was super helpful. I know like I personally have never went through this, but I think now that I'm just like understanding that now, okay, multiple of my friends have been through like very similar, like, ear- like eerie similar mm-hmm. relation or yeah, similar situation. So it's like clearly this is like an actual like adjective that can yeah. be used towards a relationship. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just think it's interesting. I mean, I've been like cheated on, I've been whatever. And I think, you know, I think some people settle cause they're comfortable. Some people settle because they're scared to be alone, like whatever. But I just think there's like a difference between settling cause you two are comfortable and like settling when you're actually being like hurt and like, um, belittled and like just treated like total shit. Like mm-hmm. I think it comes to a point when you do, like Rach said, need to know like your worth and know that there's actually someone out there that will treat you better. And even if there's not, it's still better than being treated like shit by someone else. And the beauty of all of this, like, is that I am the person that I am because I went through this. So let me just, like, close on this. It's like, you cannot control what happens to you. You cannot control other people. You cannot control how other people perceive you. But what you can control is your actions, how you react to things. You can control how you treat yourself, and you can control how you handle what has already happened to you and how you're going to use that to benefit your future. So don't allow situations like this to make you feel stuck because they can make you so much better. Use it as leverage. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through this really shitty toxic relationship, but what I learned from it, it could have, I could have sit here right now and I could be super bitter and I could be super sad from it still. 
but I'm not. I'm much stronger from it. I'm much better from it. And you can do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I could sit here for hours telling you more specifics of this relationship, but I hope yeah. you did a pretty good idea of just painting an overall picture of what it was going through it. But just know if you are in this kind of situation, you are so not alone. And like you are so much stronger than what you think that you are. And you're so much more capable mm-hmm. of getting out of this situation. Um, I know it weighs really heavy and it seems really hard. Um, but it's possible and you can do it. And if you need anything, I am here for you. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. For sure. Yeah, I know. Reach out, um, screenshot this episode. If it helped you always do that guys, like seriously, like that means it helps us a lot starting a new podcast, like yeah. screenshotting and getting the word out. We always forget to say it, but seriously, like your reviews, yeah. it does mean a lot. It means a lot. Like, yeah. please don't be lazy. Actually, write us a review. <laughs> yeah. like take a second. Like you can write, love these girls, L-U-V. Like, I don't care what you write, but um, it definitely helps just like knowing your honest opinion and like we're open to obviously constructive criticism. If you like the shorter episodes, you like the longer, whatever, um, let us know. Honestly, we just want to help you guys. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Rach, for being so open yet again yeah, um, and helping us out. Me to be open. 